Oh, thank you. And I think we're engaged here. Are we live? Are we live? We may be. Maybe. Oh, yep, we are live. Or is this the mirror universe? Is this the mirror universe where we don't know we're live? Maybe I should have a goatee. Uh, I'm growing one. Right. We should Good all have you. goatees at least. Uh, come in, you know. Actually, I got. Oh, you know what it probably is, Dave. I shaved everything off. You shaved everything off, like on your yeah. face. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. whole thing was gone, so now it's grown back again. But ah, okay, yeah, maybe yeah. that's probably what it is. Yeah, I got so fucking fed up with it, I just fucking shaved it all off one day. I was pissed off, and then I'm like, ah, I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> just, before, just before we came on the air, I go, uh, I go, Jody, something's different. <laughs> so, hey, uh, I haven't introduced the podcast, but uh, we're pretty safe to be live right now. Uh, good evening, everybody. It's Wednesday night, and we're here to cover the original series here on Live Long and Podcast as part of our Ted Trek uh, podcast rewatch series, which uh, you know began with Ted Meter, who is yet to arrive for this podcast. However. It doesn't matter. We're going to talk about this episode anyway. I'm Dave Mater coming at you with Star Trek uh, TV movie reviews, joined by Adam Woodward and Joey Hello. Simpson. Hello. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing great. Doing Not great. too bad. I'm excited to talk about Mirror Mirror. Um, I hope you guys are as well. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I kind of I, I I did uh, talk about this last week. This is one of my favorite episodes of the original series. Uh, uh, you know, Adam, uh, what do you think? I just finished it like, 20 minutes ago, um, first time in a while. Uh, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought that uh, had some great acting in it. Listen, Joe, you weren't here for the last two weeks. I didn't like either of the last two. So, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm back on track. Yeah, yeah, it was a good episode. You know, it, it, you know, I, I like the fact that it all took place in the Enterprise um, or one of the Enterprises. Uh, I, I found the acting convincing. Uh, William Shatner did a really good job in this episode. Um, also good to see uh, Sulu and Chekhov talking a little bit uh, for once because they're usually pretty quiet. <laughs> and uh, yeah. everybody had a role in this one. Yeah, they really did. Uh, Jody, what did you think? Um, pretty much the exact same thing as Adam. Really, um, like this is this is one of those like this is the, one of the iconic episodes. Like this is the one that people always remember. Like you know, evil Spock and you know, evil Kirk and all that. It's like, but evil, are they really Sulu. evil or just different? Yeah, uh, Sulu with the big scar. You know, uh, you know all that stuff and Chekhov getting killed. Um, well, I guess he didn't really get killed. He didn't get killed. Did so Kirk, Kirk spared him. He spared him, but he 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 got put in the torture uh, torture tube or whatever. Booth. The, yeah, to the, the booth, booth with them. Yeah, but a lot of a lot of like sci-fi stuff since has done this exact same thing. Like it's it's almost like a lot of sci-fi shows have kind of um, even went so far as to kind of acknowledge this as an episode and a trope and all that um, in the in the future. Like I know Futurama has done stuff with this. I've known like there's a whole slew of. Um, you know, uh, influences that have been uh, taken from this episode. So like even Dr. Who and stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's overall, I think it's a good episode. I agree with Adam. I think the, um, the acting was pretty good. It was again, refreshing to see it. Uh, the worst thing about this entire episode for me was the fact that I realized that Yohora has a much better six pack than I do. Uh, <laughs> but past that it's, um, it's a solid episode. Like, it, there's not really anything to really bitch too hard about. It's, uh, you know, it, it drags a little bit at times, but it's not too bad. Like, it, it's 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 a solid episode, I think. 
Yeah, like, and for me, it's it's um, it's always been one of my favorites. But I think that this is the t- one of the type of episodes in Star Trek in general that I like, which is yeah. sort of like alternate reality. Um, I like I also like it in in comic books and different mediums. Like, there's an episode of, of Next Gen. Oh, hey, there's the man of the hour. No, nope. uh, he's oh, coming in. He's coming in. There he is. Wow, Dad, how you there doing? There he is. Oh yeah, he's there. Now, he, now he's in landscape right. format. I'm on my phone because my computer is still jammed. I don't know what's going on with it. That's okay. This works better than your computer. Yeah, it um, looks better. That's for sure. <laughs> it ain't working my computer. I'm on my phone. Yeah. So, Dad, but, thanks for joining us. Yep. I don't see Dave. Where are you, Dave? I'm here. It's when you're on your phone. It's hard. You don't get a great view. Can't see everybody. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, got it. Yeah. But thanks for joining us. And uh, we were just kind of like we got an Adam's and Jody's initial reactions. I was sharing a little bit about what I liked about this episode. But generally, we're all positive, um, you know, uh, and, we got, you know, you had, you had picked this episode. So what are your thoughts on Mirror Mirror? Did you get that one? Did you hear me? <laughs> what? I asked you what you thought of the episode. What episode without the screw ups is all we want. <laughs> it's a direct question. It's not. It's, it's, it's. Can you hear us, Ted? I can hear you. Yeah. Can you hear me? Maybe he can't hear you, Dave. Can you hear Dave? Yes. But I can't. I can't hear Dave. No, I can't hear anything from Dave. Ah, okay. So that's the reason why he didn't respond. Yeah, I can't so, hear anything. Well, here, I'll, it, until I we fix this, I, I'll take that over. Uh, what basically Dave asked you was he wanted to know what your thoughts were on the episode. He was talking just briefly about uh, some of the cool things that were happening in it, and uh, he got both of our opinions as well. So he's just, oh, okay. we're waiting on yours, urgently waiting on yours. On my opinion on it? Um, yes, on the episode itself. Yes, it was a lot of questions in this uh, episode, of course, of how this all got together and how it all worked and uh, um, you know, I, I don't quite understand the melding of one uh, universe versus the other, that one universe could destroy a planet. The other one didn't, you know? So it was kind of confusing from that point of view, but uh, it was interesting at the same time because it was lots of, uh, you know, different um, personalities of the same characters in a different system. Like I know, I know you can't hear me, but I will. I like that's kind of the thing with the mirror universe is that it but I doesn't can't hear any response. Yeah, yeah, we're all listening to Dave right now. Oh, <laughs> that's <are> you? problem. <laughs> and oh, okay, well, can, can you hear Adam? Computer still, but it's slow. So if it, if it works, I'll go on that. Okay. Yeah, can you can you hear Adam? No. Hey, Ted, can you hear me? No, I can't hear Adam either. I can see Why him. Why can he only hear me then? I don't That's know. So weird. weird. Yeah, I can see Adam, but I can, can yeah, I can see him, but I can't. Can hear see, him. You can't see Dave though, right? There he goes. Nope. There, now he's gone. All right, doesn't matter. Anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> we'll eventually get him back. He'll be back. All right. Um. So the thing with the beer universe is that it's it's one of like these things that Star Trek is well known for, and it's a trope, but yeah. it's not science fiction. It is very not. Does it really? Does no, not there's not a lot of reality a basis on this yeah i agree yep okay now you can see us all he says so let's see how oh, this perfect out. and i can hear dave adam say you can something. hear me 
Hey, Ted. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Test, All right. Test, test, test. I went, I went back. The dog's here. going. Oh, now he's now he's on the computer. I think. No, I'm not. No, I'm still oh. not. No, I'm not on the. Computer. I wonder if it's his internet connection still because now his video is nasty looking. Who mine? Anyway, yeah, yeah it's it's a little oh, grainy. Anyway. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. You can hear us. We can hear you. And yeah. See. That's really so, the point of this. Well, I'm just <laughs> logging in. It finally let me log in. All right, Med, we're, uh, we're we're live, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, do you, do you, uh, does that take you out of it at all? The fact that the mirror universe is not science fiction that it's no, somewhere... not at all. I think it was a great little story. Uh, you know, I, I, the, the only annoyance I had in this whole episode, I got to tell you guys, is how fast that Kirk put it all together. Yeah. You know, he's he's in the cabin. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, this must have happened, and we were, you know, but it, it, you know, honestly, how would your mind go there? But I guess they're you know, so yeah, I, how, how, how do you get that? Yeah, how do you get to that point? Like it, it was so quick. Yeah, you're right. It, it's literally like it was like he he jumped off the teleporter and then went, "Oh, this must have happened." Thirty like, seconds later. <laughs> how did you get to that? Like I, I don't know about you guys, but I've never really thought of James Kirk as being a super smart man. Like, no, no, Scotty would put that together, you know, like not. Him. Yeah, like I can understand Spock figuring it out. I can understand Scotty uh, and even maybe like even maybe Sulu, but not. Yeah, not not Kirk. He's not my number one when it comes to reasonability in the universe. <laughs> no, normally, that's Spock's job, but Spock yeah. is not a part of his his landing party here. So no. he he has Scotty, Hura, and and McCoy with him from the main universe, the Prime universe. Um, but they're mo he's very much the leader, right? Like the three of them are just kind of following his lead. Yeah. Um, it almost no. feels like their stuff was tacked on. Yeah, it's not consistent. I think also with just how Kirk handles situations where we've seen where what's going on. You better start giving me answers, or I'm gonna do this or that. Right? Normally, that's how he handles it when he when he's confused. Like he starts like, you know, I better start hearing what the answer is. But he he doesn't play this at all the same. He plays it very cool. He notices that the uniforms, he, Spock's beard. He notices like. In particular, the dagger on on Spock's uniform, and goes, I better kind of assess what's happening here. Um, and yeah. then by the time they get to his quarters to kind of like talk about it, uh, I think it's I, I, I agree. Like it, it feels a little too quick. I think it's just they need to explain this to the audience, but they kind of they, did they that. do they do, and they need to do it quickly. I agree on that. Um, yeah. Well, and and on the original series, that happened a lot. Like, it's not like it was just like it was always like a, a, a slow burn when it came to what was going on. It was it was a lot of you know. It's just like when they go back in time and stuff, and they explain things like you know why is this guy in charge? Somebody says, and you know, Kirk's like, oh well, you know, history says this, blah blah blah. You know, it's like it's you know they only got fifty minutes. Like they gotta they gotta they gotta step it up, I guess. <laughs> You know what though, but they did a good job in the wrap up too, where, where when they came back to the original episode or the, the original Enterprise and and Spock saying or Kirk asked Spock, well, how, how did you recognize him so quick? You know, and he says, you know, it's e it's easy to play the barbarian rather than the barbarian playing the rational human, mm -hmm. and you know, it was pretty cool to see how alternate Spock caught on very quickly. Hey, these aren't the real guys. Like, there's something wrong. If, and yeah, if that isn't a metaphor for uh, William Shatner's acting, I don't know what is. 
<laughs> it's easier to play the barbarian than <laughs> yeah that, and this is the original mirror universe episode like that spawned a whole bunch of mirror universe episodes in multiple well, which star one trek. is the best one out of star trek dave and you already know what my answer is going to be it might be for me okay i, I want to hear your answer but my, for me it might be this one i still think that this holds up as one of the great greatest mirror universe episodes there is one better than this oh here it is. Let's hear it. And that is from Enterprise. Oh, I agree. I am totally... Mirror Darkly is a fantastic a episode. Great... I want to go back and watch that one later tonight. I, yeah, you know? it's a great episode. Yeah. You know, now, it's, a, it's a shining star on a fairly reasonable turd, but <laughs> it's, it's not a only it, you, it, It's arguably one of the best... Uh, mirror, it's a two-parter, but Mirror Universe is, episodes. Yeah. But it's, argu- it's probably... Oh, there he goes again. We lost him again. Um, All right. It's probably the best Enterprise thing in general to me. Like it's, it uh, is one of the best episodes of the series. Yeah, I would agree yeah. with you on that because it features no characters from the main series. <laughs> well, they're all there. They're just only different. mirror counterparts. Yeah, who are yeah. much more compelling. Yeah. But they um, even changed the intro for that one. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like, not it's been the, the two partner. The yeah, it's not the stupid. <laughs> it's just like oh yeah, it's like. It, you know what it actually reminds me of? Star Trek. Uh, sorry, not Star Trek. Bleh. Obviously, well, that's what we're talking about. Um, Starship Troopers. Like the whole propaganda crap that was going oh, on yeah. that entire movie. That is exactly what that episode is. It's yeah. literally yeah. propaganda. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, It's a fascist like state in exactly. a sci-fi yeah. time, right? Yeah. Yeah. But there is really every series, every, every series gen, really had a mirror gen, episode. Next Gen never did. No. Uh, Closest thing they had was yesterday's Enterprise, which was not yeah, a mirror universe, but not it was really like mirror, a, no. a dark timeline. And yeah, it was an alternate timeline, which I guess really, in a way, is kind of the same thing. And then bringing Thomas Raker in, and that was sort of a mirror, but not not really, not True. quite. I, yeah. Because there's Ted. The, the next gen was so intent on not chasing original series stuff, right? Um, and, but D space D space nine was a little bit more willing to do that. Uh, yes, and and so they they, they were had the first two different episodes that were like that, right? No, they did like eight different mirror universe episodes. Really, in, Space, oh, in the okay. course of D Space Nine, um, no shit. starting in All season right. two, but yeah, and 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 it's a it's a sequel to this episode because we kind of find out what happens with Spock in the mirror universe after this encounter because there 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 are consequences to what happens here, um, in that yes. universe. Right, Dad, welcome back. Yeah, I'm back now. I'm on my computer now. Yeah, we figured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? <laughs> you can't hear me? Oh, I can hear, oh, you. Can hear you. I lost my name. I lost my name. I'm, I'm anonymous. There, you're Beth Mater now. Enjoy there, it. There, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So I don't even know if we got your answer at all, Dad. You liked the episode, right? Yes, we I did. did. You I said like you liked it, but you kind of said there was, but okay, I didn't ask you anything specific. You said it was a little bit weird because it's not good science fiction. How can there be the same person? No, imposed? it's good science fiction. It's just, it's just a lot of un- unanswered, uh, untie, un- loose ends, I'd say. Loose ends. Right. Plot holes but it was good. or logic. Yeah. Because it's, it's very difficult yeah. for there to be two ident, not just two people, but identical people with the same parents and everything in both universes. 
but they're very different people. Different things happened and they die at different times. It doesn't make sense, but it doesn't matter. You're supposed to kind of just put that aside um, and just yeah, enjoy yeah. the well, ride. Yeah, if you if if you look at you know the the there there's a lot of things on the whole parallel universes possible phenomenon and stuff. And I actually have read some of this stuff. And the theory is that people are always the same, but the circumstances that happen to them are different. So the odds of two people in a, in a parallel universe being in the same spot at the same exact time is infinitely null. Uh, but the, the, the fact that they could have the same parents and stuff actually does technically make sense. According well, to yeah, like, I watched that show sliders and yeah. like, you know, I don't know if anybody else is how up you are that one. on yeah. the multiverse theory. Like the idea that there are not just one other parallel yeah. dimension, but many, and, and that you would have doppelgangers. Dave Maters. Right. And, and <laughs> wouldn't that be a great thing? Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, like I remember I'm that episode, it. episode of like Next Generation, where Worf is going from like sort of reality to reality, right? Uh, that's more based on like choice oh, yes. and like yeah. different timelines. But again, that's another version of a Star Trek episode that I like. It's sort of like seeing characters in a different context in a different way. Yeah. Um, and 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 that that's why I just gravitate towards this episode because what if the Federation was not benevolent? Because that's how this episode starts off. Well, right. it, it's an empire. It's an empire. They call it an empire. Yeah, they yeah. still reference it as the Federation, yeah. though. The Terran, no, the that's Starfleet. The, Starfleet is still Starfleet. Been, they still, they still reckon. Yeah, they still call it Starfleet, but it's under that umbrella. Yeah, you're right. It's under Terran Empire. An, an evil Starfleet. Yeah, they're an evil Starfleet. Well, they're obviously <laughs> evil. They have decals all over their doors. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. how you know. Yes, and they would blow up a planet to get the uh, right. get the stuff. But for instance, dilithium uh, crystals. The aliens with these dilithium crystals, who are who are just humans with blue dots on their heads, uh, the Halkins, um, yes, they they don't seem different at all in either universe. They seem like the exact same people. Yeah, I kind of got that jive as well. Um, that does remind me of one of my yeah, one of the best scenes of the yeah. whole show, though. Is I thought was the scene where Kirk is talking to him at the beginning, and he's like, "The guy's like, well, I know with your force you could just take it and." And Kirk is just like, yes, but we won't. And then he kind of walks away kind of thing, right? So was, I thought that was kind of cool. Right, yeah. Like, that's, like, the Federation is just, okay, can we do, Can we mine dilithium crystals? They're like, well, what if you use it to kill people? And they're like, well, we won't take them by force. Just think about that. In the, t in the, in the mirror universe, which is the situation Kirk finds himself in, it's like, no, kill these people. They refused the Empire. An example must be made. Um, and Kirk is desperately yeah. trying to not do this, the whole mission. And everybody's trying to assassinate him for it, which is fun. Um, Dad, what was your favorite like aesthetic change about the Mirror uh, World, if you will, the Mirror Enterprise? Uh, well, I liked all the logos. I liked all the evil logos they had, and they had better uniforms. <laughs> it was better. You, better. you liked it better. More fancy uniform. Uh, I don't know. Like, Pinning a couple medals onto. A couple pins onto somebody's uniform and then wrapping a gold scarf around is considered a better uniform, but okay. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, awesome. I'm gonna ask like Dave it. on this one because if anybody knows fashion in Star Trek, it's Dave. Yes, I would say I love Kirk's variant, like the gold like with the no sleeves, um, and all that. I I like Spock's version too. It's kinda of, it's like it's they're very like imperialistic, right? So there's more like variety, I guess, among their uniforms. And the and then the female variety yeah. is the midriff, right? Uh, they with the with the longer boots, they have like 
taller boots than in the other one um, so that they can hide daggers. Yeah, and that, stuff and that was there. the biggest problem for me was Yahora having a much better six pack than me. Right. So. But it's, it's also the aspect of like <laughs> that all the women of this universe use use sex and uh, to like sort of um, get what they want. Right. Like it's it's a it's a tool. And you saw that a lot in the Enterprise Mirror Universe, which is a prequel to this. But um, I'm going to be controversial here and say that that's true all the time. But anyway, <laughs> well, I don't know if I'll comment on that. But Sorry to our say, female fans. But it's like, <laughs> I'm just you kidding. know. If, so, if, if a woman comes on to you in the mirror universe, run because it's probably bad for you. Yeah, you're yeah. fucked. You're, yeah. you're you're screwed. Like, just run away. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's well, not going to be good for you. It's going to end bad. Yeah, unless you got Marlena. Knew, the who girl was, knew like, where the secret weapon was. The Tantalus field. The secret weapon. Yes. Uh, Adam, what? Are, yeah, sorry, they, did you have a. Did you notice anything in particular on the on the mirror enterprise? Like, did I don't know if you noticed the the chair, the the, uh, oh, captain's the, chair, chair, was, was the chair was much taller, the captain's chair. Yeah, it's yeah. much more perched up high. Yeah, more of a throne, right? It's got yeah. the, you know, um, more of a throne. You know, and they did they, they did a good job of that because they you know he sat back in it and it's it's way above his head, you know, at the back of it. Um, the turbo lifts were darker too. I thought. Really, I, I didn't notice that. They're like really dark. And there, yeah. there were also way more guys in that like jumpsuit, like uh, blue, the blue enlisted jump. jumpsuit, the blue, red, green. They they have all three colors, but uh, these are guys who are not officers. Service. Yeah, they're the they're the non officers. <laughs> they're they're the they're the guys who just joined up and NCOs or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, exactly. And uh, and they but they're all like private bodyguards for the different like high up guys, right? Uh, how including about how about that fight with Chekhov though. Yeah, so when after Kirk refuses to bomb this planet, he comes out of the, like Chekhov immediately. Like we're gonna assassinate this guy. Uh, Mirror Kirk would have seen it coming, but Prime Kirk doesn't understand this world yet. And oh, so Prime, Prime Kirk's like, yeah, oh, whatever, it's Chekhov, no big deal. Yeah, yeah so but he comes out of the turbo lift, <laughs> and one of Chekhov's guys just bangs him right in the face. And, and oh yeah, and just takes him straight in. Boom. Eh? Yeah. And then Chekhov like, wow, gets a little interesting speech. for Star Trek. No, but he would question the order, the assassination of an, of an officer who has received oh. Prime orders. So on that though, you have so Chekhov is trying to kill Kirk to become captain, was it? Because I didn't understand that the the command line there. He said we will all get promoted if you're out of the way, and everybody moves up. Yeah, everybody so, moves up. So right? Spock first. Spock, Spock would be captain, and then you know Scotty Sulu would, would be become first officer, second in command, or whatever. And yeah, because in this world, Sulu wears a red well, shirt. Sulu be third in command. Actually, that's true. I never noticed that. You're right. Yeah, Sulu, despite the fact Sulu that he wears. I get rid yeah. of you. In the prime universe, like it's Scotty who's the third in command, right? Um, yeah. He holds Lieutenant. But I guess in this universe, it's Tulu. Right. And, and Sulu was that... the director of security. Yes. Well, yes. And, yeah, he was. And, and that was... seems to be a big, uh, that's a big position in, in a place, in a, in a ship like that. Yeah. Well, like Scotty compares uh, Sulu to the Gestapo, and that's kind of what I get the impression that he is. He's sort of like the secret police. Like, I don't know if you ever seen The Hunt for the Red yeah. October, but remember that uh, KBG guy? Himmler. Fantastic yeah, movie. He was he's like, like Heinrich like Himmler in the war. Yeah, he's like Gestapo or KGB, like, or whatever. He's sort, he seems to be um, a little bit. More of a black separate. op kind of guy. Yeah, clandestine a little bit. Like, he's kind of there to watch the senior officers for maybe the, the high ups back, back in command. This has to be a record episode for uh, Chekhov and like talking. 
Well, it's early. Like, he's yeah. got a lot of lines in this. Yeah. This is his first season that he was in. Same thing with Sulu. Sulu's got a lot of lines, too. I like Sulu's scar from past battles. <laughs> the, it's uh, so distracting, though, because you're looking at it, you're like, this doesn't even look real. No. It's just so distracting. You want to peel it off its face. You know? Yeah, you're like, why do you have that shit on your face? Wash it off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the also is the discipline that wasn't there when the captain was on the bridge. They're all like leaning. Oh, back. yeah. They're all being like douchey and yeah. you know, even <laughs> trying to pick you know, up Aurora. <laughs> and later on, Sulu's like, you know, trying to molest Yohura. <laughs> like, wow. Well, she kind of, yeah. She, well, first he like forces away and then she throws him off. And that's when Kirk walks in the first time. But later on, when yeah. she, she basically distracts him so that. Um, Scotty and he doesn't McCoy see the can, or whatever, yeah. can change the transport or whatever. Um, yeah. And okay, there was a big deal about like the fact that it was the first kiss between Shatner and Uhura, like or Shatner and Michelle Nichols in that one episode, right? But mm -hmm. like, there seems to be no deal about Uhura and Sulu making out in this one. So what's that about? And this episode was before it, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably because it was a white man, you know, a white yeah, man it kissing was a black woman. That was the bigger issue here, which is just but, fucking. But a Japanese but anyway. man kissing a black woman? No, no, oh, no, no, no. Apparently, that's fine. If you tell me that that's the sequence, that this is the episode was before the other one. Then I'm, I'm just... almost positive this episode was before yeah. the. It is. It is. I just episode. checked it. Yeah, the one with yeah. the the kiss is in season three. Hmm. Yeah. But you got to remember, it's all that bigotry and bullshit that was happening in the '60s when it came to race. So you know, obviously, the white man it, it, and the black woman—it was about would the white people. Issue. It was, yeah. Just so well, I understand, I, I, I have to sometimes classify my racism so I get it. But okay, so it was. Yeah. Well, all racism, all racism is horseshit. Yeah, anyway, I just was like, it, it stuck out to me. I'm like, well, back then, like it an was a big deal, right? That seems like an interracial kiss on Star Trek before that. So yes, what's yeah, Sulu and uh, perfectly racial to me, but all right. What Not only that, the, but um, later on, this guy's a gay man. Like, come on, well, Sulu's openly gay. The act, the actor, the guy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, is, he's married and everything. Well, Great that guy. was the whole thing. Is like in the new reboot in the J.J. Abrams movies when they made uh, John Cho's Sulu gay, Which George Takei objected because he said he had never yeah, played. George, yeah. he never played Sulu gay in the original series or in the movies. Now, in the movies, he does wear that cape in Star Trek Four. But uh, uh, now, hey, hold on, I'm defending the cape. All right, <laughs> that was, cape is gorgeous. You hey, do not he, give that man it. shit for the cape. He rocked it. That was the know. that's the highlight of Star Trek Four. I'm telling you right now, mm -hmm. is that cape <laughs> in Star Trek? He wears it in three too. But yeah, it's um, he does wear it in three. You're right. Yeah, yeah. right. Anyway, so just on that, but uh, what else on the mirror universe? Uh, like, just I never whole... saw Dave. I never saw anybody wear the agonizer after that first guy. Right. Yeah. So the agonizers are interesting. Um, so every every person has to wear a little agonizer on their belt so that an officer can use it on you. Right. It creates like this intense pain. <laughs> yeah. So basically, it's a taser that you wear, but you're not allowed to use. But an officer can use it on you. <laughs> right. It's to remind you that somebody can just grab this and use it on you if they don't. Why, why don't you just leave it in your quarters? <laughs> your agonizer, oh, please. It. Yeah, I forgot to wear it today. Sorry. Your agon yeah. Go get your agonizer. Oh, yeah, hey, okay, we, I'll get right on that. Call, did they call that device in uh, in Discovery the agonizer too? I can't. I think they did. 
yeah. The, well, there's the agony booth. It was the other thing too, right? right. Uh, which is what we see Chekhov. Oh, Chekhov was. Yeah, he's yeah, in like, it's like the supersized ah! version of it. Um, where it's like a big old sex tube or something. The big, yeah. It's it like weird. going into a microwave, and they're just like, you know, you're just in agony from every part of your body all at once, but you can never pass out. So you can spend hours in there uh without relief it's it sounds quite terrible and it i loved in discovery they up they they like enhanced this effect with like electricity and stuff and they made it look awesome really they did yeah i didn't get that far into discovery to see that i guess (laughs) yeah like well and and some of their up the updates they made to the mirror universe i think were interesting in discovery it's probably the one more some of the more redeeming things in the show but anyway i digress yeah but the agonizers that's what they do to enforce discipline they invented by Floss yes. on Enterprise. That that's interesting. I didn't know that. Right. Okay. So just let's talk about like so finally like they get to this point where they're like okay we got our escape plan we're gonna hook up the 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 transporter so we can get back to where we're going, and but Spock's been sort of ordered to go after Kirk for not obeying orders. Um, we also have Marlena in the mix, which is. The, the Muir Kirk's like woman, girlfriend, uh, lover, um, who seems to be, he seems, who seems to tr- like actually want to help the real Kirk or the Muir Kirk. She doesn't know it's, it's our Kirk. Um, and she's kind of revealing a lot of things to Kirk, especially about Spock and who this particular Spock is. Um, that, that Kirk doesn't want to do anything, doesn't want to come into conflict, just kind of wants to get out quickly. And, and the, the eventual showdown between Kirk and Spock in the end, right? Where there's the mind meld. Spock yeah. mind, mind melds Kirk. And no, McCoy. 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 It's McCoy. Yeah, sorry. He, he mind melds McCoy to kind of because he figures out that McCoy and the boarding party aren't who aren't there aren't his versions of these people. So he he gets a lot of information from that mind meld, and then he has a conversation later on. Just before they escape, because Spock allows them to escape, um, that you know that the the empire is doomed to fail. That you can't really run a, a society like this. Uh, it's borderline prime directive violation, uh, really, when you look at what goes on here. But we well, also I, don't know if the prime directive even exists in in the well, mirror. No, but right? it, it exists for Kirk, the R Kirk. It does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But if he's in a different universe, does it matter? I guess not. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, so uh, exactly. it might be a different prime directive for the uh, other the other guys. Yeah, but that's what's kind of left here is like this sort of interesting ending to this episode. I think is and I think why we got so many mirror universe episodes after this because they show um, and what becomes a theme after this is that we can't be crossing over with that prime universe. They have too many good, crazy ideas that are going to corrupt our people and are going to be threats to sort of our totalitarian regime that, um, right. And dad, do you want to know what, what doesn't happen? Sorry, go ahead. You know, your comment about, I mean, it's, it's nature versus nurture, right? I mean, you know, you can be the same person in two different worlds, but two different characters, but it's interesting when they play with the, you know what? I'd rather be over there. (laughs) I I, I find myself suited in that universe. So I want to be in there. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I can relate to that. Yeah, like sometimes that feels like more of a world you understand than the sort of like maybe the more bubblegum, like sort of uh, really straight laced world that the Federation is. Like, you know, it's almost they're almost too good, right? Sometimes. 
Or, or reverse the other way. I mean, you don't want to come over where you don't. You're not going to be stabbed in the back at every turn, and and you know you have a real chance to rise in your merits versus how strong you are and how many alliances you have. And and, and you know, it's, to me, that world would be very stressful uh, for anybody in command and the command structure. Anybody, anybody, wherever you are, it sucks to be at the top. It sucks to be at the bottom. Like in that world, like, it's just, yeah. it's no good. Everyone's trying to kill you. Um. Whatever. It's true. Everybody is trying to kill you. <laughs> you know, even the fact, you know, coming back to Marlena or whatever her name was, you know, that she likes to be the captain's woman, but but she's also in the science deck. She was talking about cleaning up a mess after the storm, and you know, and and she, you know, whatever she does on, I guess she's the yeoman now in uh, in the regular Enterprise, but uh, just. You know, I, I think the, the episode speaks to just the, the strengths of the Star Trek universe, the original Star Trek universe, you know, and people are equal and they can rise on their own cores and, and their own merits versus having to create alliances and, and assassinations. Murderers. Right, and use sex and seduction and whatever is sort of at your disposal to get what you want because the mirror universe people are all about ambition. Right, like yeah. that, you know, glory, power. They're very clean, well, actually. Yeah, well, I like how they wrote her because you kind of get that scene where she's talking to Kirk and in the quarters there, and she's like, "Well, if you know, if I'm not going to be with you, I will go get transferred to another ship, and I will rise rank and be a captain's woman again." Like you know, like she, it, 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 you know, at one point you think, okay, well, she's pretty loyal to Kirk uh, in this universe, but yet. You also th you also know that she literally doesn't care. She's like, "Fuck it, I don't care. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the captain's woman no matter where I am and what ship I'm on." So you know, you kind of have a loyalty versus non loyalty there at the same time, which is kind of neat. Yeah, it also implies yeah. that you know, based on the time, that a captain could never be a woman. You know? Yes. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So. That was fairly proficient through all of the original series, though. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't well, we really never saw one. Stated, there's actually but... there's actually an episode we haven't watched it here, but there's an I think it's the last episode of the third season. Like I think it's the final episode of the show, and they say women there's weren't allowed to be yet. captains because they were too emotional. Oh, um, good. <laughs> wow. Like they actually, like Kirk says this on screen. It's like it's yeah. and it's like, well, why did you say that? And and yeah, um, well, there's a lot of questionable lines in this show. <laughs> but you got to remember when it was made, right? Like it's you know this Even is just, the that's the end of the 60s, right? Or her, uh, when she goes, I'm scared, Captain. Right? He's like, hold me. Yeah. Uh -huh, I pull it together. You're the only one who can do it. She's like, okay. But now that I've seen uh, Yahura's uh, fucking abs, man, like that that woman could take down anybody, I think. And she handles, <laughs> She's she handles like, the situation with Sulu quite well, I thought. Uh, like, oh, she, yeah. like she handles yeah. herself. Like I, I don't understand. Yeah, like that. this is something Kirk has to do with women in numerous episodes is like sort of pull them back together <laughs> you know? yeah he's always he's always kind of like their guidance counselor you know it's like what yeah you know, like, you can, there's you not a it. strong woman among them apparently but you know that's well you know you just need a quick true. speech he just has to grab you by the shoulder and go come on yeah total horse shit but again 60s <laughs> that's what it is sure you could you could never pull that shit off now <laughs> <laughs> dad you have more questions yeah. about this episode no. Do you want to know what happens? Sure. So this mind, this mind meld, and the little talk with Spock leads Spock to eventually overthrow his version of Kirk, 
he um, eventually ascends to become the emperor of the Terran Empire. Um, but what? But but he keeps talking about reform. Like we need to disarm and we need to change our ways and become more peaceful. Uh, and he does it. The Terrans the Terrans do eventually reform their ways and become less militaristic. And their enemies in the Klingon Empire and the Cardassian Union choose to take this. Uh, they choose to conquer Earth and Vulcan as a result of that. Um, and and so they spend the next century as slaves of the Klingons. But um, and and uh, that's kind of where Deep Space Nine picks up. Oh, with their first Mirror Universe episode. So that's what happens. It's all connected. It's all connected. Plus, there's a whole bunch of Discovery uh, Mirror Universe episodes, and there are, um, like I said, and there's the, the two-parter in Enterprise, which I think you, you know, you don't watch that show, you might like because it's it's a little closer to this. It's it's got some original Very series tie. Very close to this, yeah. I think that's on Wednesday, Thursday nights. I think. Yes. Right. So, uh, but it's on Netflix. You can look. It's season four, Star Trek. Uh, it's near the end of season four, Enterprise. Um, there's Enterprise. A two-parter. Yeah, Enterprise. Yeah. It's, so it, it it takes place a hundred years before this. Oh, what, what, one day Dave's gonna let me do a a, a complete rewatch of the whole series with him. Oh yeah, we're gonna I know, rewatch. I Enterprise. know he wants to. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We gotta work up to that one. I, uh, well, <laughs> we're gonna have to get really drunk for the first two seasons. Yeah, I know. especially <laughs> I that second it. season. I I really did like Enterprise. I you know what and I've said this millions of times I enjoy Enterprise for what it was you can't take it seriously if you don't take it too seriously it is a great series who but is the captain the acting is terrible uh, it is um, it's Bacula. Archer which is Scott played Bacula. by Scott Bakula have you seen Quantum Leap yep guy yeah. from Quantum Leap Ted the guy from Quantum Leap. so it wasn't Christopher Pike no. No, he's no. not 100 years before. So, Kirk. Enterprise, the series Enterprise takes place, it's essentially, what is it, 100 years before Kirk? 110. 110. Yeah, so it's 110 years before Kirk. It's it's basically the first mission out of the solar system. Oh, so, okay. it's... It's before it's the Federation. Yeah, it's before the Federation. It's before all that, but it's, it's kind of interesting because unlike all the other Star Treks in, in all the other series... Um, how they always kind of know what they're doing, you know what I mean, Ted? Like with with you know, yeah. er, you know the originals and all the ones past it. Um, this one, it shows you how bad they are at space travel. They're they're like, we don't know what the fuck we're doing, and they screw up constantly and piss yeah. off people. And there's they, no prime it, directive. There's no yeah, there's no prime directive or anything. Like all this stuff kind of caters to the fact that they have no idea really what they're doing, but they're going out anyway. And so it's it, it's neat. Wrong beliefs and morals on you know it's just it's yeah like just yeah like stepping you know, in crap the whole time and you know yeah there's times when they they just do things for themselves because they're doing things for themselves they don't care about the federation or starfleet or whatever the hell you want to call it uh back you well, they had starfleet back then i think but yeah they, it's but it's a it's a human specific organization at that point and yeah. um and the, and the humans and the vulcans are sort of friends but there's tension between them and there's a lot of tension. Yeah, the Vulcans know what they're in for. They need to. They try to control them. They say, "Hey, guys, you know yeah, what?" Yeah, they're like, "You can't go do that." <laughs> and they're like, yeah. "Fuck you! I'm doing it anyway." Like, you know what's out there in outer space? There are yeah. salt monsters. There are uh, space. There's actually a candles. scene in the first. Yeah, in the first episode, there's a scene where one person's just like, "Why are you going out?" Everything can kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Space is dangerous. Don't go. It's it's dangerous. You don't need to go. It's fine. (laughs) Wait a couple of hundred years. 
<laughs> Hockey Captain Archer, you know, we're ready. I yeah, we're ready. It's fine. We're ready, guys. Yeah. We we got a we got a ship that can do warp five. We're fine. Passport <laughs> to the Zindi. Yeah, and then you get to the Zindi, and it's a whole shit show. But yeah, but anyway, yeah, it's a good series though. I enjoy it. Maybe yeah, maybe dude. maybe you be and uh, maybe uh, Adam and Dave will uh, will have to do a rewatch series one day. It's been a while. Hey, so another thing that uh, was different in this episode too was the ISS Constant- Constitution Battle Class Cruiser. I, yes. you know. I, you know Imperial Starship. Yeah, and I'm almost positive they did they recreated that for uh, Mirror uh, Mirror Darkly as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. It is. I think it's ISS in that as well. It is. Yeah. Because the the Terran it's a Terran Empire in the Enterprise timeline. Or I'm almost positive the logo is the same too. It is because in contrast to the the federation hadn't formed yet but the terran empire had because they'd conquered vulcan and a whole bunch of other planets yeah it's like a fist and a sword kind of thing yeah yeah oh yeah okay but anyway it just goes to show you how important this episode is right i love it i love i love the mirror universe stuff dad i know you don't watch a lot of other star trek outside of original series but there's a ton of other mirror stuff you might like if you liked this so uh we don't have jeff uh, well i'll stick to that enterprise i think yeah, well, I think you would enjoy Enterprise. It was a pretty important episode for sure. I mean, and surprisingly, they didn't use it again. You know, I guess they didn't have enough seasons to do it, but it was. It was yeah, cool. well, you're kind of limited when you have three seasons, and yeah. two of them are kind of short seasons to begin with. So I would have liked if they revisited this, yeah, with like the Kirk team. Yeah. Sure. Or uh, see what happened after. That would have been cool too. It'd be a good Abrams movie. Actually, you know what? That probably would have been a cool premise for one of the Star Trek movies. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with Adam on that. Could be the Tarantino version, you know. Yeah, uh, there you go, baby. Yeah. Okay, so the Tar- Tarantino apparently wanted to make uh, a piece of the action, the 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 the, the twenty. Yeah, he wanted story. to redo that one. Yeah, right. Dad would have liked the, that. The gangster, the gangster one. Okay, so Dad's or sorry, Jeff's not here. Um, so we, I guess, we want to get fun facts. Sorry. Fun fact: uh, Jeff's not here. Fun fact, and fun facts. But we can get to <laughs> ratings. And let's Ooh. talk about this episode. Or rate this episode more specifically. Let's get this in here. Okay. Alrighty. So um I don't mind well actually no, I, I I went I think I went first last time. So let's start with Jody. Oh geez, you're putting me on the spot here. Um you know what? I'm gonna give this it's not balance of terror for sure. Um, you know what? I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give it a nine. It's a solid episode. It's pretty good. All right, and Adam, I, I'm gonna give it a nine and a half, nine point five. Nine point five. Wow. No, more than just the episode, but the the catalyst, the the way that it took Star Trek and and uh, and it was just such an important uh, groundbreaking episode. I think that it, it deserves more than just just a nine. So. Yeah, and this is an episode that's on every list for much watch episodes of the original series. Like, there's no yeah. debate there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Dad, I would give it a nine point two. All right, it's up there. Pretty good. Um, you know what? I like this just as much as Balance of Terror. It's very different, uh, and it's like I said, it's my favorite original series episode. So I'd be, I'd be out of doing the disservice. I didn't give it a full ten. So. 
10 out of 10 for me. And uh, that gives it a 9.4 overall among the group tonight. Um, that's, I think, the highest, right? There's nothing higher. Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, closest thing is Balance of Terror at 9.1, and then the Doomsday Device at 9.0. And then also the, um, the City on the Edge of Forever at 8.9. Um, so, hey, some great episodes. We watched a lot of the great ones. Dad, do you have an episode in mind to do next? Yes, I have, a, I have an episode, and it's, a, it's an interesting name to this one. For the world is hollow, and I have touched the sky. That's the name of the episode. I don't even remember that it's one. It's an obscure. It's an. It's very obscure. You probably maybe have seen it once. For, For the world the is hollow. World is hollow. And I have touched uh, the season sky. three, episode eight. But it's season three. It can't be that good. Oh, I know this one. Okay, yeah, just by the screenshots, I know this one. I do yeah. not. This is the missile one, right? Yeah, this is the missile. It started one. with I've, the missiles at the start. Yeah. Don't spoil yeah, it for okay. me. I've never, yeah. I've never seen this. <laughs> I've never watched. No, this I, it's, uh, it's one that's not commonly shown. I honestly think, Dave, I don't think I've ever seen the whole thing. I just remember the beginning. <laughs> I'm gonna get a story I've never seen before. I'm excited. All right, so um, there you go. Might be your season, favorite. Might be your new favorite. Just like a new Maybe. episode, Dave. Season three, episode ten. All right, let's do it. Uh, we'll be doing. Well, there's a lot of them like that from this rewatch that I've gotten. There's some episodes I've never even seen before, so it's neat. Okay, so we'll be back next Wednesday at seven o'clock to talk about for the world is hollow and I've touched the sky, whatever that is. Um, uh, thanks so much for joining us tonight and listening to us on Mirror Mirror. Uh, if you were watching on Facebook or YouTube or listening to the audio version after the fact. Um, I think that's it. Is there any final comments? If not, um, stay tuned later tonight on Super Mater Brothers podcasting. Jeff and I will be covering Big Brother Vito uh, episode. Tomorrow we'll be back to cover the live eviction over on Super Brother or Super Mater Brothers podcasting for Big Brother as well. And then later on that night we'll be covering Star Trek Lower Decks, the fourth episode of that show. Um, and then heading into the weekend, we have Trivial Debates over on our channel, Trivial Debates on Saturday. Kevin hosting me. Jody and Chris Seymour all competing. And it's then good thing there's a pandemic on that's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. It's a good thing, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I will thing. say I will say Dave was outside more when there was a uh, when there wasn't a pandemic. I still go outside. <laughs> I'm I'm in, I'm not always inside. I don't know. I, don't I wasn't know in that anything. studio with all those shows. It's just an hour here, an hour there. You're, you're busier than uh, than Ron McLean and on the Stanley Cup playoffs. I'm actually yeah. thinking Dave should take over for Hockey Night in Canada. All right. I'd watch well, it. But as long he's, as it's but he's getting seven hundred fifty thousand a year or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't even mention Sunday. We had two podcasts. We're covering Big Brother, uh, but that won't be till later on. But well, why not? Because start at nine p.m. nine p.m. On, on Sunday night, we're going to be doing Star Trek Radio Theater, an episode of Deep Space Nine called Defiant. Where, oh, uh, you, there, must, there must be something on Monday I can tune in. That's a great episode, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, Dave. So, what's you that? must have something going on on Monday I might be able to tune Monday's in. Monday's an off day. I don't do anything on Mondays. That's, oh, that's the day he well, goes outside. I never thought I heard that. <laughs> yeah, I'm off on Mondays. Let's go get groceries and stuff <laughs> on Mondays. Yeah, that might be. We might have to do an enterprise podcast on Mondays or something. No, no, I need a night off. I need at least one. You night let off. me know. I'll be there. 
Yeah, tonight, but t- yeah, right now because it's Big Brother, it is a little nuts. I will, I will. Yeah. I will well, you you do like three podcasts for that a week. Don't a you? week, yeah. That show yeah. depends yeah, three that's, podcasts that's, a week minimum. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's busy, but it's fine. We we do it because busy man. It. Anyway, so tune into all that. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Jody. And uh, we'll see you, see you next time. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye.